It's episode 22, season one of the Balls Up podcast, and we are back after a Christmas hiatus. Harry and Fetters, welcome back. Thanks, Fraze. It's good to be here, Fraze. Good nice. to see you again. Yeah, nice to have you back with us. Good to see you guys as well, and did you have a nice Christmas? Uh, it was good, it was good. You, you were busy uh, recording solo, Harry. Oh, mate, in, in 30 degree heat. heat. Oh, almost died, but we got there in the end. And you're moving on to a, a new place with a, with some air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> so we can stitch up again in a few months' time when we piss off somewhere. Yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, but hopefully we can still do... I'll still come visit for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a shit ton of football news which has gone over um, in, the tri- in the Christmas New Year break. Um, probably... The, the biggest news story is the uh, 142 million pound transfer of Philip Coutinho from Liverpool to Barcelona. A um, bit of a strange one happening during the winter transfer window. Um, what do you lads make of it? Who, who do you think got the better deal there, Barcelona or Liverpool? Oh, I think Barcelona probably uh, got the better deal given they would have had a lot of money from Neymar's uh, being, being sold and they probably needed a high-profile signing to replace Neymar, and I think Coutinho is probably the next best Brazilian to fill that uh, superstar role, I guess. And I think after his little Brazilian, his little hiatus after the the last transfer period, he started to find his form, didn't he? He scored some screamers uh, outside the box, free kicks. So I think he'll fit right in at Barcelona, and I think that they'll probably use him in the Champions League quite well because they're already dominating. They, they can't. He's cut tight. Yeah, he's not, right. not allowed to play. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I forgot about that because I mean, they've already pretty much won the La Liga. Yeah. Well, they, they, they won't get they won't get caught by Real Madrid. No. But they they're well and truly ahead of them, but. I think um, they've done well, considering that they've had money from Neymar. But Liverpool, who, who's going to replace Coutinho for them? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do, do you find it a bit of a strange one that they've let arguably their best player go like halfway through the season when they're doing quite well, aren't they? They're in the top four, um, finished top of their group in the Champions League, and to kind of lose your... Peace de resistance, as they say, <laughs> in more posher places than this. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Although I'd probably view it more as him hanging on for six months more than he was going to, because he nearly left last summer by the looks of it, and they did everything to hold on to him, didn't they? So why were they releasing in January though? Yeah, I don't know. It's odd, isn't it? Um, particularly since they're doing well, you could understand if they were outside the top four or five, maybe, but. I'm not sure. Maybe they had some sort of agreement. Who knows? Or maybe they just thought they'd strike while the price was right because they're getting a lot more than the last offer, I think, uh, from Barca. So I think it's pretty good value for Liverpool. Um, so you reckon they got the better deal for Liverpool? Yeah, yeah, slightly. I mean, the, the problem is, though, as you said, Harry, they've got to go out and buy someone. Like, it's like the housing market, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's only as good as what you can get with the money. So they've got to find someone, you know, with that money. Well, to make th- it worthwhile. I think they spent it 
Liverpool did before he went on Van Dyke, which mm. I don't think was a fair trade. I mean, they had to shore up their defence, but I don't. I, I Van Dyke's not worth that much money. No, like maybe, uh, and that's what I don't understand. If if they thought he was a good player and they needed defensive reinforcement, why don't they buy him before he went to Southampton? Like, surely they could have outbid Southampton for him. And that, what did they pay? $40 million or something? Southampton? Yeah. Oh, I, uh, not even. Mate. They got him straight from Celtic, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know the fact. It would, it would have been nowhere near that. No. He's not even worth half that, Van Dyke. You're not having him? No. Well, I think he was overhyped. He was doing well, but then as soon as the talk of going to Liverpool came up, he hasn't done well at Southampton at all. I've watched a few games and he's definitely not the player. Mm. He was. He's not in the form. I, I, I don't like his little uh, attitude that he's put on since uh, he was linked with Liverpool, as opposed to Coutinho, who yeah, he just he, got on with he it, and yeah. yeah. he scored buckets yeah. of goals still. And um, yeah, yeah, it's a straight. Uh, in other transfer news, um, Ross Barkley has left Ever- Everton for Chelsea for fifteen million pounds. Had six months remaining on his Everton contract, but the two clubs came to an agreement. Um, what do you make of Chelsea's business there? Probably a bit of a bargain, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, sounds like good value because there was talk of him going to Spurs or Chelsea for maybe 40 odd million, was it? Yeah. Like, and he's 24, so it's not like he's, he's very old at all, really. He's probably yet to quite reach his peak. He, so, he, but he, they've done well there, I think. But he's injured, so that's. Yeah, the, he's not going to get any game time <laughs> above the players they get at Chelsea. They might play him in cups. If he scores a few goals and they resell him for, for more, I'd say. Yeah. Or maybe we'll loan him out. Yeah, or maybe Hazard's going to be on the move in the summer and to, he can try and to Real Madrid. Yeah, perhaps, yeah. It seems like a better move for Chelsea than it does for Barkley, doesn't it? Because they're just, they're just adding to their squad depth. Whereas, as you said, Barkley doesn't look like... He's not probably going to start, I would have thought, in that <laughs> no. starting 11. It's a World Cup year. He's, so he's he, not exactly putting himself in the shot window, is he, to no, be selected he, by Gareth Southgate for England? He's not going to get a run over William, over Hazard, over <laughs> yeah, any well, of them. Where would you play him? Would you play him in a deeper role, like where Fabregas and Kante oh. and Drinkwater <laughs> play? Or would you <laughs> play him <laughs> further up front? It sounds pretty <laughs> full, doesn't it? Yeah. Squad, no. Play him off the bench? Or? I, I reckon he's just going to get... Uh, loaned out to a Bournemouth or someone like that do well and then they'll resell I guess a bit like Mel- M- Manchester City did with uh, Aaron Moy bought him for what 500,000 mm, yes. sent, so- sent him to um, <coughs> Huddersfield and sold him made 10 million bucks essentially so you think he'll eventually go to a lesser club yeah no I agree I reckon he's, a, he's washed up your career's over, mate. Let's stop playing now for you, Ross. Um, moving on, Stoke City um, have parted ways with their manager, Mark Hughes, um, after four and a half years, sadly. Um, he's very well respected, Mark Hughes, in the football community. He was an immense player. Um, what, what went wrong for Mark Hughes and Stoke? Why did it turn so sour? Yeah, they were doing so well, weren't they? And I, I still don't think they're going to get relegated. Um, they've established themselves... Probably first under Pulis, really, but then under Hughes after that as a solid mid-table team, playing probably more attractive football under Hughes than the rugby-style tactics that mm. used to get uh, bandied about as, as a description for them. But 
Uh, perhaps he was. He doesn't seem like a really tough manager to me. I don't know. Perhaps he couldn't keep the players disciplined anymore. Uh, that stagnated a bit. I don't know. Maybe it was just time, time for the club to move him on. But because they, they they did invest this season, didn't didn't they? They bought some. They bought some. They've signed some horrendous players. Yeah. In Bula, um, they bought uh, Berahino, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. Hasn't scored. No. Um, he's gone so he's fallen off a cliff that bloke. Um, Kevin Vimmer for like eighteen million pounds. Like mm. Daniel Levy at Tottenham will be laughing that they spent that much money on him because he is poor. Yeah, they they sold. I mean, maybe it was time to move on from the club, but they sold an out of it and personality aside, he was a pretty key player for them, wasn't he? Yeah. So uh, yeah, and they've had they've got money and they've spent it in the past on players like Shakiri and. Um, Affly. Some of those ones just haven't worked out, have they? Bojan, they, they just they just didn't hit the ground running like Stoke thought they would. They went that new direction. They're going to play a more um, expansive brand, as you mentioned before, Freddie. Yeah. So, yeah. do you reckon they've done the right thing in getting rid of him? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it was just uh, nature took its course, and they um, they needed to part ways. They need a, a fresh start. I, I think it depends who they get in and it, they're at that critical time when they need results and they need them quickly so whoever comes in is going to have to be uh, I reckon a short term get results and then reassess kind of like well, Sam Allardyce Big already yeah, <laughs> yeah. did it Everton he's already taken so and I believe I believe I put the mockers on Everton <laughs> saying they're gone yeah, unless they, they get a new coach and I tell you what it, where, where are they now ninth? I think they're 8th uh, or ninth. yeah they're ninth. Ninth. the top 10 ninth. for sure they're only on 27 points so they're only 7 more points <laughs> above Stoke which is 2 wins and a draw so, so in 3 games they could be back down there but so what what do you think Stoke will do do you reckon they could even kind of um, rekindle a marriage with Tony Pulis, Pulis? bring him back for a survival season just try and keep him up or could you imagine that I saw That's... they were linked with um, that Chico Sanchez Flores who managed Watford yeah. a few years ago yeah. and did a really yeah. really good job too yeah. Yeah. how the fuck he got fired I don't know yeah. Um, well, that's just their policy, isn't it? Yeah. Move them on at the end of the year. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, I tell you what, that if if Pulis came back, that really would be the manager Marigot round, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, surely not. Well, I'll tell you what, when it's with desperate times, they might just get him into a six month contract to try and get him out who, of his mess. Who else has been linked? Mancini, did you yeah, say? Yeah, Roberto Mancini. Uh, Don't know about that. Yeah, yeah that'll be quite a. Uh, Quite a coup if they got him. Where's Pellegrini at the moment? Is, is I'm not too sure. Is free agent? I'm not too sure where Pellegrini's at. Mm. What he's up to. Mm. He's got amazing eyes, that guy. They always just, <laughs> Piercing. They, yeah, haunting. They, yeah, they always used to intrigue me. <laughs> um, cup action. Uh, FA Cup third round was played over the weekend where the Premier League teams are introduced to the competition and the holders, Arsenal, um, and it's with no trepidation I'll bring this up. They were smashed to the ground by not championship side Nottingham Forest four two, um, and Coventry knocked out Stoke. Um, so two Premier League hitters are out of the competition. Um, they got a very proud history. Arsenal, uh, they've won the FA Cup more than any other club. Um, won it three times of the last four. 
years. Yeah, lots recently. Um, yeah. What did you make of them going out? Huge shock, obviously. Yeah, big news. I mean, Forrester, um, you know, they're a tier below, but they're a fairly big club themselves, aren't they? Proper history. Yeah, we've been to the ground before. That was fantastic. Um, European Cup winners and all that. Twice. Yeah, but uh, still a big upset. And that's a bit embarrassing, really, for Arsenal. Should Arsene Wenger have played a stronger team, do you think? Considering that they're... um, they're currently sixth in the Premier League, so they're not going to win that. Mm. They don't have any Champions League football. They haven't really had to play their stronger teams in the Europa League competition. Yeah, I can see the argument for that, but I think he's really got to hope that those players he put out there did enough for him because they should be able to beat a championship side without their stronger squad, shouldn't they? And I don't really think they were realistically thinking they were going to win the title this year, so... St- it's like fourth is not out of the question so they should still be able to focus on that as well as playing in the cups so I don't know no I don't, I don't think it wasn't that weak a side really was it I don't uh, so they had uh, who we got here Spina started in goal I know that yeah um, who else uh, Walcott played Welbeck played did a wavy play? A wavy sure played well. Nelson yeah because he's in trouble for apparently being at a party a house party I think it was that match mm, like a day and a half before which is strictly prohibited apparently but anyway yeah they had Nelson Mohamed Elneny Joe Wilcock haven't heard of him Willock sorry Dabuchi Murdesaka Holding and Maitland Niles right okay so it's a a team that should have taken care of a championship team yeah Yeah. not that strong but yeah he's got to be able to hope that they can do the job for him I think so his players let him down yeah, I think so. Where to now for Arsenal? If, if you're Arsene Wenger, um, five points off Liverpool in fourth place, are you still trying to chase the top four pack or would you throw all your eggs in, in the Europa League basket like Man United did last year? Which got into the Champions League. But yeah. yeah. Paid off for them. Yeah. Um, <coughs> no FA Cup, which is what I mentioned, but for them to concentrate on anymore either. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no. trade on the noted. Still in the um, in the league cup, aren't they? But um, I I think surely your chances of getting fourth are better than your chances of winning the Europa League. I'd be more inclined to focus on the league. You reckon? Yeah, I think so. I think I mean it, over a longer period, you could argue it's harder, but your chances of getting knocked out of a cup competition are greater. I would have thought, but. So I'd, I'd be trying to go the top four route, given that it's pretty close, like five points off, it's pretty close from United down now, really, isn't it? So I suppose the other thing is Liverpool have just sold Coutinho, and we don't know what effect that will have on, on them. Like they, they could go into a major dip, you don't mm. know, do you? Yep, Losing Spurs. a player of that calibre. Yep, Spurs haven't been as good as the last couple of seasons. United are on the wane a little bit. If anyone in that group's probably doing well it's probably Chelsea yeah um, and to wrap up in uh, League Cup action which happened during the week uh, we're in the semi-final stage Manchester City um, they left it late and they beat Bristol City um, at the death 2-1 Sergio Aguero scored the winner and speaking of Arsenal they had a really good result actually they drew nil all Chelsea away at Stamford Bridge um, with the return legs to come so both ties are really what you think City will get through but the other ones are on a nice edge, really, isn't it? Um, Arsenal will be Chelsea. 
Um, and for the first time in 2018, we have news and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, welcome to News and Shit for 2018. Great to be back. Uh, the first headline, <coughs> or one of the first headlines I saw, I saw over the Christmas period uh, read, Once the excitement is over, Christmas can become a bore. And um, it's a pun, because Valencia manager Marcelino was driving home um, from training over the Christmas period and collided with a wild boar on the highway. <laughs> So he was taken to hospital. He's been given the all clear, apparently. No word on the ball, though, unfortunately. So I, I fear for the worst there. Jeez. Um, I thought I'd base the next few stories as, as I was jotting a few points down. The numbers were jumping out at me. So the first one is 26. And uh, this story was a Uruguayan striker by the name of Sebastian Abreu. He's bro- just broken the world record. Um, for the most clubs in a professional career. So he's just signed for a new club in Chile. 26 clubs. Jesus Christ. How old is he? Uh, oh, geez, I don't know. I think he was 40-odd. Oh, okay, so he's he's a journeyman. He's at the he's at the back of his career, that's for sure. I'd have to, I'd have to check that. But. Not if he gets an A-League contract. He's just starting. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's, but if you're... If he's 40, right? He's had 26 clubs... Unless he started when he was, what, 14? That's more than a club a season. Yeah, there'd be um, there'd be a few mid-season transfers. He's 41, so there you go. Jesus what Christ. What a haul. Yeah. <laughs> what a haul. Uh, who, who's doing that work for him? Like, His agent must be getting a, a lot of money from him. Unless, yeah. unless he's his own agent or his daddy's or something. Yeah, perhaps... Could be possible being South American. (laughs) Yeah, it's often the case, isn't it? I'm just having another look at his record now. So he started in 95 and he's been out on loan 10, 11, 12 times. So, yeah, yeah. so that answers it. And then obviously about a club every season, almost apart from that. So, well, some career. Um, Right, the next number was 589. And that was the number of bets placed by one of the Aberdeen directors, Duncan Skinner, over a period of four seasons on Scottish football. So 589 bets, which covered 1,465 games. So obviously a few multis in there. Is, is he allowed to do it? Or? No, he's been charged by the Scottish FA. He's only been fined £1,000, though, so far. Um, 81 of them have involved Aberdeen. Really? Yeah. Um, and... However, he's only once bet on them to lose, and that was against Celtic, so it's probably it's probably fair enough. But the, yeah, the article I read said there's no suggestion of match fixing, so he just has a little cheeky bet on the Naughty side boy. every yeah. weekend. Yeah, so that's just the numbers there are astonishing. Right. It seems silly though, like you, you you know you can't do it if you're involved in in the game in any way like that. It's forbidden by the FA or the FFA in any. Um, league or governing body says you're not allowed to bet 
It's, I don't even think even if you're a player for local grassroots club, you're technically supposed to bet in the terms and conditions. Really? When you register, yeah. Jeez, even if you yeah. just kick around league in, in Sydney, <sighs> I think in the FFA's terms and conditions when you sign up, it says oh. you're not supposed to bet on on any A-league games or whatever. I suppose you might know someone that's rolling around yeah, in a higher well, league. Or... I, I, I don't know how true that is. I think I heard that in the dribble. The Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, I could be wrong. So don't quote me on it. But, uh, not, not a peer reviewed yeah, journal. No. <laughs> All right. Well, the next number is one million, and that was the amount of euros that's been won in the Irish lottery by um, footballer Kevin O'Connor. So apparently, he's, I think his uncle bought him a ticket. Uh, he plays for Preston North End, so he's just yeah just recently um, discovered that it was a winning ticket of a million euros. Yeah. So even for a professional football that's not a bad little Christmas haul we can only dream of uh, coming across that money god Jesus Um, a little darker news um, but a number again um, 26,000 pounds this time uh, and a television that's what was stolen from uh, Irish footballer James McLean's house a place of West Brom and to rub salt into the wounds it was whilst they were losing to West Ham that the robbers <laughs> broke into his house. So, Bell Hammers fans for sure, weren't they? Well, quite possibly. Obviously, well, you'd think knew that he was going to be on the pitch. Um, it also happened last year to Sadio Mane and Dan Lovren while they were playing a Champions League game. Really? Yeah. And uh, Rooney during his testimonial match. Really? I wonder so, where the, uh, the West Brom boys are, Birmingham, presumably, somewhere around there. Yeah, well, I suppose so, yeah. That's the, that's the home city, isn't it? But it didn't mention, actually, but I suppose they probably didn't want to publicise that. Well, there you go. If you're planning on going to England this year, swerve Birmingham, because you're going to get picked Yeah, yeah. Or uh, if you want to be naughty, have a look when uh, <laughs> the fixtures yeah. are on. Yeah, if you've got a spare Saturday, yeah. about three o'clock, yeah. it'd yeah. be a good time to go rob some of the more affluent areas. Yeah, it's uh, in all seriousness. Um, yeah, apparently the house was trashed, so it's a bit of a low act, really. Stealing, thieving. Yeah, mind you, though, with a £26,000 watch, I'm sure he'll manage to replace it. So that's <laughs> not, like, maybe a slightly cheaper one. Well, I wonder if he's got insurance, house insurance. Or yeah, home and contents. You'd, you'd want to when you've got a £26,000 watch. Yeah, I don't know why they bothered to mention the TV, because surely that's not worth anywhere near as much as the watch, <laughs> but... That's what I. That's that used to be my yearly salary when I was yeah, working in England. Yeah, that's a decent, pounds. decent uh, crust in the UK, isn't it? Goodness me. Um, and now, an odd story um, coming out of Saudi Arabia recently. Um, there's a player that they don't know yet, but they think that he might face legal action for his actions on the pitch. Um, you're not gonna, <laughs> you did say this. Yeah, so uh, it's for dabbing. The, uh, the US inspired uh, <coughs> craze which is quite frankly a bit wanky if you ask me but uh, anyway apparently when they must have scored a goal a uh, teammate went in for the high five and instead of obliging he decided to dab instead and um, this is strictly prohibited by the authorities in Saudi Arabia so because of its perceived linked drug use so I'm guessing that's going back to the American roots and um music and whatnot so yeah perhaps he'll uh, get away with that but well let's hope so it doesn't quite seem does he play for a team owned by a shake or a oil or a yeah, i don't know i don't know yeah. 
Yeah, it just seems ludicrous, doesn't it? Um, as you mentioned, phrase before, um, Andre Villas-Boas is out of the Dakar rally, <laughs> unfortunately. So apparently his Hilux became airborne after he hit a sand dune. Um, he's taken to hospital, he's hurt his back, but there's no broken bones. But um, unfortunately, he's not able to continue the race. Speed of recovery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Andre, it's a broken pride. Yeah, so not able to follow in the footsteps yeah, of his. So long uncle, as he's not hurt, it, I think. So, so long as he's not hurt, we can we can laugh at that. Yeah, what a rare unit. Yeah, yeah, that's a um, bit of off season, uh, off season fun for him in the the Russian. Yeah, after the Russian of him with his helmet in his hand. I tried to find it. It go. Excuse me, I didn't see. Should have seen the pose was striking too. He looked immaculate as always. Yeah, very well groomed, isn't he? Yeah, he's a stylish fella. Goodness me. Um, speaking of Marco Arnautovic earlier, Stokes' uh, sacking of, of Mark Hughes, he's managed to score uh, recently for West Ham, a late double actually against Bournemouth to, to net them a three-all draw. Um, but the jersey he was wearing had his surname spelled correctly <laughs> on the back. Which you just... I mean, it's a small thing, but I just saw that. I thought, that's... So strange in this day and age. Anyway, so they, they, they threw a straight O in there instead of the, the second A, but um, it doesn't roll off the English-speaking tongue, but it, then again, it's not the most difficult foreign name to pronounce. So. Oh, I don't know about that. I had a bit of struggle in the first podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no offence, mate, but you struggled too. <laughs> you did too, yeah. More than uh, Aspilicueta, yeah. <laughs> You struggle with like Smith or Stevens. <laughs> yeah. Took me a while to practice. You, you mispronounced Roman and Bromovich before. You, you, you chucked an extra, an extra syllable in there. I'm yeah, sure. became Abrahimovic. I think. <laughs> took me a, it took me a whole day to practice Atipicletta. I got it wrong again. That's the Chelsea fullback says uh, as Pilaqueta, I think you're yeah. referring to there. One day, one day I can become a pundit. <laughs> when did you get first degree honours at Sydney Uni? Uh, scholarly accredited, accredited journal published. And you just can't get your head around foreign names, can you? Oh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't read out the surnames on no. awards night, do you, at no. school with no. them? No. <laughs> that oh, was no. always a classic, wasn't it, in, in school when you hear the teachers stuffing up kids' names? Who's the guy from uh, Sunday, Saturday football who, who always stuffs up? Didn't know there was a red card. Oh, oh Cammy. 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 Yeah. 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 He's, he's my hero. <laughs> if he can do it. Surely I can. Yeah, yeah. Fair play to him. Um, and uh, last but not least, speaking of pronunciations, I thought I'd better mention Harry. Um, your mate Harry Kane's just been valued as the third most valuable player in the world um, behind Neymar and Messi. Interestingly, Ronaldo was 49th in the list. Um, Is that just to do with age? Yeah, yeah, presumably, because it's based on transfer values. So, um, And Coutinho, that we were speaking of before, was only 16th on the list for about 30 million quid less than he went to Barca for. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and then rounding out the top 10 were Mbappe, Dybala, Juve, Deli Alli, De Bruyne, Lukaku... Griezmann and Pogba. So. Deli Alli is more valuable than De Bruyne. Yeah, according to this study. 
Not, See, I mean, not by not by much. They're all fairly close, I think. They they can put all those things three four million pounds and say yeah yeah this market value whatever. But yeah. ultimately, if two clubs want that player and it becomes a bidding war, then yeah, it's gonna it's gonna go up. And yeah. and if it's someone like Coutinho who uh, Liverpool want him to stay. They're going to drive the price up. That's right. Surprising as, more. Yeah, way. that's where that thirty million goes. Yeah, oh, I'll be having De Bruyne all day over Delhi. Yeah, all day. Yeah, me too. And me too. He he murdered Spurs a few weeks ago, and I was lucky as well. As grim as it was being a Spurs supporter, seeing them get pumped, oh, yeah. he was just on a different planet to everyone mm. else out in that pitch. He was amazing. Yeah, he's a very classy player, isn't he? And and that's what, um, well, I think it's the the owner of Bayern Munich says. I mean, that's why their tickets are, are so affordable, their, their season memberships, because they say, well, when you've got a player, uh, like, if for a season ticket, we're going to make, what, an extra three, four million dollars, euros, whatever, if we charge a higher price for tickets. But what's that when it... Drop in the ocean. Yeah, with, with a big player, that that money comes in a transfer like triples in transfer so it's yeah in yeah. one swoop yeah, well. yeah 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 all right well that was news and shit that was news. well thanks very much Freddie, um for the first edition of news and shit for the year um thought in the second half we'll just touch on predictions being the start of 2018 um we're about halfway through the season now so it's probably a good time uh and we'll start with relegations so, who do you lads think will be the three teams that will drop down to the championship? Um, I, I'm still going to stick to what, if I remember correctly, were my original predictions. So, <laughs> I'm pretty know. sure I said Swansea. I hope I did anyway. And um, I, I had Huddersfield and Brighton, I think, from memory. And I know they're still doing well. Uh, those two, that may not happen. But it's that close now, really. Like, Palace have improved. Um, I don't know. It's... it's Two, two, maybe Swansea will go. So two of any six, eight clubs for me, I reckon, in the bottom half. So it's going to be really interesting, though. That that's probably going to be more interesting than the battle. Well, not f- the title's pretty much done, isn't it? But maybe even more than the top four battle. So yeah, we'll be watching on with. Uh, yeah. I, I to be honest, I, I've said so many different combinations of bottom three. <laughs> what are they this week? Swansea, <laughs> Swansea and West Brom, I think, on 16 points with uh, two new coaches that haven't really made a huge impact since they've come in. Uh, Swansea had a good win against, um, I think it was Stoke. Oh, no. They, they had a, Watford? Did you Watford, say yeah. Watford? I said it earlier. <laughs> trying to, trying to they had a good win against Watford, but <clears> then <throat> got pumped 5-0 by Liverpool. So I, I, I don't think, I don't see them getting out, neither West Brom. They haven't made much of an improvement under Pardew. So then that third spot, Stoke and Southampton both on 20 points, Newcastle on 22. I, I thought Newcastle would probably be the next team, but Southampton just keep getting worse and worse and they've just sold Van Dyke. Unless they use that money to buy someone, I think they could be in doubt. So I reckon it'll be a, either Southampton or Newcastle will be the third one. With Swansea and... And West Brom. And West Brom. I reckon Swansea definitely. Uh, and I think Stoke and Southampton 
both red and white teams are in huge trouble. Yeah. Plummeting. I, 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 the, the only reason I haven't said Stoke in there is because uh, they have sacked Hughes and a new coach could get them on a bit of a run and that could get them home. Like with um, Swansea last season, they just nipped out of it at the last minute. Um, so I guess it just depends for me who the new coach for Stoke will be. I think that'll have a big impact. But, I mean, it hasn't really worked for Swansea or West Brom. So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, and it's amazing to think that the three promoted teams, n- none of them are in the drop zone or not no. in their no, mid-table. No, quite conceivably. Them, yeah, quite conceivably. Although, <coughs> as we said, it's close. Yeah. Rannish to stay up and finish mid-table. So... Good luck to them. So, yeah, it's almost um, deceptive saying mid-table, isn't it? Because it, it is, yeah. You're only three, four points out of the Because Watford in 10th are only five points yeah. above yeah. Southampton. Yeah, it, it's... <laughs> and Stoke. Yeah. So, I mean... And, and then you've got Huddersfield, 24. Brighton, 23. Newcastle, 22. Crystal Palace, 22. West Ham, 22. Bournemouth 21, Southampton 20. It's just... In a fortnight's time, we could be tossing up yeah. two other teams that we've mentioned. Yeah. At the other end of the spectrum, um, top four, um, Man City take that as red. They're obviously going to win the win yeah, the title. It's just been incredible. 15 yeah. points it's ahead. Emphatic. Who, who will be the other three teams that will join them in the Champions League next season, do you think? Uh, I don't see it changing from the way it is at the moment, actually. Yeah? Yeah. I think Liverpool have been playing really well. I don't think Tottenham have been good enough to get in there this season. I don't think Arsenal will either. And not Burnley won't realistically challenge, I don't think, for top fours. So. They'll probably start dropping off soon, I'd say. Do you see any change, Harry? Uh, well, top three, no. Uh, Chelsea are very likely to overtake United, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think, I, th- I, think yeah. I think City will be first, uh, Chelsea second, United third, and then I think that fourth spot is is out of Liverpool, Tottenham, and Arsenal. Tottenham definitely have the pedigree to to do it. Arsenal do as well, but I think uh, Liverpool losing Coutinho will will stuff them up. I think Van Dijk's not going to be a good enough. Uh, his goal saving won't replace the no, goal scoring. No. Goal creating. And if Mo Salah gets injured there, they're screwed. Mm. Yeah, he's been um, on fire, hasn't he? Same with Tottenham, though. If, if Harry Kane gets injured, they're screwed. Arsenal, if Ozil gets sold, um, Sanchez gets sold, they're screwed. Well, so it looks likely that Sanchez is going to get a move to Man City this window. Um, that's ridiculous. Just, yeah, just from what I've seen on Twitter, so, in the coming days, yeah, he'll get a move for the depth they already have: Aguero, Jesus, Sane. Yeah. Oh, the borderline, the gun to on. So ridiculous. I, but to be honest, I reckon Spurs would just nip in there. You think they'll finish fourth? So w- would you put Liverpool in fifth for the Europa League spot? Yeah. Then? So then I'll go fifth and sixth will be you. Uh, Liverpool and Arsenal. I tell you what, though, how good would it be if Burnley got there? That would be, would be an amazing story. Be a good story. Wenger yeah. should have gone out high and the FA Cup yeah. again, like I said, should have retired yeah. with an FA Cup trophy. Now he's out of the FA Cup. He's not in the Champions League. He's 
team's come in six. He's about to lose his lead striker. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're closer to being relegated than they are to winning the league, aren't they? In terms of points difference. Uh, uh, it's exactly the same. 23. To last. But yeah, so if you count the drop zone, yeah, closer. Yeah. 19 and 23. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. That's yeah. ridiculous, isn't it? it? Tells you something about the league too, that though. But it does, yeah. They're, they're in the this season. Arsenal on 39. You get to 40, you free of the drop. <laughs> yeah, do, do, you give a, do you give them any hope of winning the Europa League? They, they've, they've got a big shout, don't they? They're, they're a huge club playing in that kind of competition. It's, it, it will be tough if Letigo Madrid and Bristol Dortmund are in there, but. <sighs> They've got to fancy themselves to at least make the Dort- make it deep in the competition, wouldn't they? D- Dortmund aren't the team they 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 have been in the past, and they've lost lots of players. But you just have that struggle of going or playing away in in different conditions. It's almost, um, I guess, you think it's going to be easier than the Champions League, but it's almost just as difficult, mm-hmm. if not with a whole range of different difficulties because the travel's a lot more. There's also an extra round. They've got a round of 32. Yeah. I, I mean... Playing Thursday nights as well. It's a bit, usually a bit closer which, to your weekend yeah. match. Mm-hmm. And that plays a big difference. Um, but uh, whether the... I guess it comes down to what teams have then come into the... from the Champions League into the... Europa League because that's where the difficulties tend to, to come I feel um, particularly when you get some of the Portuguese clubs coming in they take that competition so seriously don't they and yeah, Spanish yeah. and the Portuguese yeah yeah they certainly respect it and last but not least um, FA Cup who's going to win it well the big all the big hitters are still in there apart from Arsenal yeah I'm going Liverpool to win the FA Cup? Yeah, yeah. I just think they've been... I know Coutinho's gone, but um, the rest of that lot have been scoring buckets of goals. So I, I think they've been playing pretty well. I can see them. You like them, don't you? Lifting the trophy. I'm going to put it yeah, out there. I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. Man City are going to win the League Cup, the FA Cup, and the title. Really? Has anyone ever done that before? Those three... In the, in the single season I don't know it's a really good question really good question for our audience yeah if you have the There's answer a, I know I know Liverpool have won a treble of, they won the FA Cup League Cup and UEFA Cup, Cup. Yeah. in year United obviously won the Champions League FA Cup yeah. and title of the year but those three domestics in the one year I'm not too sure imagine if they've won well, that we'll in the Champions League because <coughs> yeah. for me the, the League Cup they're, they're almost there they're going to play either Arsenal or Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's definitely achievable. Yeah. Then in the FA Cup, probably going to be a lot tougher because a lot of the Premier League teams are still there, aren't they? Yeah. So they, the draw's been done, hasn't it? They're that dominant, though. They could start to They've feel got, weaker teams in the Premier League to concentrate on winning yeah, the other cups, could that, they? Yeah. The, I don't think they'll do that, though. Or perceived weaker teams they've got that much depth yeah. they might be alright but I, I know having read um, Pep Guardiola or Pep Confidential I think it was when he the biography of when he was at Bayern Munich and his I don't know if it was first or second season I think it was his first they won it ridiculously quick like they're doing now with City they won the, the title so quickly 
and they partied after they won it. And then he started saying, all right, well, now my focus is the Champions League. And then their league um, dropped. They lost like four games in a row or something, or three games in a row, and started having draws, dropped all these points. People, the Bundesliga were getting upset because the fans were getting upset, saying, so, oh, well, yeah. it's degrading the competition and yeah. it's going to affect Champions League spots. Um, but he said he thinks it affected how the team played in the Champions League as well, as well because they lost that momentum that they had. Yeah, okay. And I think they got knocked out in the semi-final. So I think I think he has um, probably learned from that. So I think I think they'll be going right to the end. So is that they, the season where Messi um, put? Tang on his ass in the semi-final um, where he's just one-on-one and just burning I think that might have been the season after I, I, I think <coughs> yeah I think they got knocked out two years in a row didn't they at the yeah. semi-final stage yeah I but think, I think it might have been Real Madrid that knocked him out right okay um, and they got pumped as well on the first leg and uh, if memory serves me correctly but yeah I think I think Guardiola would have learned and I think all eyes will be on all prizes so Man City domestic travel yeah. Right. I'll, I'll go. Um, I don't know. Actually, I reckon maybe. I reckon maybe Chelsea. For the I, I think. I think they need to win something for the FA Cup. Yeah. yeah they're playing pretty well. Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah. Man United, but they, they desperately need to win something because they're not going to win the league, are they? No. no. I, I tell you what. Do you reckon Burnley would be pretty good odds? Oh, that Europe, would be amazing. Europa League oh, spot. I thought, I thought you meant to win the FA Cup. I mean, that would be fucking amazing if they won the FA Cup. That would be awesome. And they deserve it. Yeah, well, I, they could be a top four team with with, with the uh, well, semi-finals with the way they're playing. Yeah, the FA Cup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Particularly if they get a kind draw. Well, who have, who have they I'm got? Just to trying to look. Yeah, it has been done. I'm just trying yeah, to look. Done I can't see them in there. I think they drew in... Did they draw in match day three? So they have to replay? Uh, or are they... Well, did, did they have C? Did they... Did they lose the city? They did fall under. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was going to say, I couldn't find them in the list and then it was just clicked. They were in so the league well too. They were winning one nil. Next minute, Aguero, Aguero, that's Sane. Right. Yeah. All right, fuck it then. I'm with you, Harry. City, if they just pump Burnley, then <laughs> they're miles. All right, and that's it for the first episode of 2018 of the Balls Up podcast. 42 minutes, believe it or not. It's just flown by. Wow. With a bit of laugh, a bit of bant. <laughs> Bit of convivial football chat. <laughs> a little bit more efficient than we normally are. So that's it. I'll see you boys next week. Thanks for listening.